Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. Hi, I'm Rod Anderson. One of the great misconceptions within Christianity today is the belief that the Jews are still God's preeminent people who will gloriously take the gospel to the ends of the earth, leading to the conversion of the world. This recent dispensationalist era has permeated seminaries and as a consequence has corrupted entire denominations. Yet there is not one scintilla, not one skerrick of evidence to support the teaching in the New Testament. On the contrary, there is overwhelming proof against it. For example, after the Jewish rejection of Jesus Christ, the Apostle Paul identifies spiritual Israel in the following terms. For ye are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heir according to the promise. If ye are Christ, meaning if you've accepted or if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or if I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, which I've done, despite the Jewish rejection, then we are Abraham's seeds and heirs according to the promise. In other words, because of our relationship with Jesus Christ, we are spiritual Jews and spiritual descendants of Abraham. Paul says this also in Romans chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. In this verse, The Apostle Paul declares it's not the man's appearance or actions which demonstrates true spirituality, nor if a man has been circumcised, but it's the response of each one's heart to please God which counts. And as such, God views them as spiritual Jews. In Romans chapter 9, Paul leaves no room for doubt by writing to the church at Rome in the middle of the first century. But it is not that the word of God has taken no effect, for they are not all Israel which are of Israel, nor are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. In Romans 9, Paul tells us that just because the word of God has had no effect upon Israel, that is the Jew, the fruition of which was the Jewish rejection of Jesus Christ, it does not mean the promises of God are made of none effect. Paul declares, since the crucifixion, a person's hereditary DNA, as far as salvation is concerned, has no relevance whatsoever. Just because a person is an Israelite, it does not mean they are a true Israelite or a converted Israelite, but only those who have accepted Jesus Christ and are the children of promise 
Now, followers of Jesus are spiritual Jews. They are spiritual descendants of Abraham. Paul restates this same truth in Galatians chapter 6, verse 14 to 16, where he says, But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but a new creation. And as many as walk according to this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. Here the Apostle Paul tells us there is no boasting in an individual's ancestry, but only as much as a person boasts of what Jesus Christ has achieved for them. He distinguishes between the circumcision and the non-circumcision, that is between being a Jew and a non-Jew, by stating it has no relevance at all. It is only as we become a new creation in Christ Jesus, or as Jesus described it, being born again, that God views it with any merit. Turning now to Revelation chapter 7, and this will appear on the surface to challenge all that I've presented to you about Israel and the Jews thus far, but I've warned you before about being surface readers. Here John in vision describes what he sees, and we are commencing with verse 4. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel, and of the tribe of Judah, 12,000, and of the tribe of Reuben, 12,000, and of the tribe of Gad, 12,000 were sealed, and of the tribe of Asher, 12,000 were sealed, and of the tribe of Natali, 12,000 were sealed, and of the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 were sealed, of the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 were sealed, of the tribe of Levi, 12,000 were sealed, of the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 were sealed, of the tribe of Zebulon, 12,000 were sealed, of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 were sealed, of the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000 were sealed. Christians who have been contaminated by dispensationalism declared that these passages prove literal Israel is going to be saved and restored. However, that contradicts the rest of the New Testament. Therefore, there needs to be another explanation. It is interesting, when you compare the names listed in Revelation chapter 7 with the original 12 tribes in Genesis 49, you describe they're different. The tribe of Dan is missing from Revelation, but the tribe of Manasseh is included. Secondly, Revelation chapter 7 cannot be talking about literal tribes because not even Israelites today can tell what tribe they are from, and that has been lost and confused through pogroms, dispersion, world wars, resettlement, and just time. However, if you study the meaning of the names in the listed 144,000, the discipline is called etymology, you come up with something quite extraordinary. Judah means, I will praise the Lord. Reuben means, he has looked on me. Gad means, given good fortune. Asher means, um, happy am I. Naphtali means uh, my wrestling. Manasseh means making me to forget. Simeon means God hears me. Levi means join to me. Issachar means purchase me. Zebulun means dwelling. 
Joseph means will add to me. Benjamin means son of his right hand. Now, here is the amazing part. Look what happens when you line up the meaning of the names according to their order in Revelation chapter 7. It forms a remarkable statement declaring what God has promised to do for his elect in the last days or God's people in the last days. I've underlined my added words to make the reading just a little bit more idiomatic. I hope that comes up on what you're about to see. I will praise the Lord for he has looked on me and granted me good fortune. I'm happily happy because my rest, because my wrestling, God is making me to forget. God hears me and is joined to me. He has purchased me a dwelling and will add to me the son of his right hand. These names presented in order from Revelation chapter 7 describe the brief story summarizing the church's struggle and victory in Jesus Christ. It seems evident that this is a special message of encouragement for those who are faithful to Christ in the last days during the struggles that are prophesied to come. No, it does not identify Israel or the Jews as a portent of rebuilding of the temple in Jerusalem or the establishment of a Zionized world. Far from it. Our study today has simply underscored the universality of God's invitation for all mankind as expressed in the words of Jesus in John 3.16, which simply means that those of a willing heart wishing to be led by the Holy Spirit are invited to walk with Jesus in this life in preparation for the life to come. But you don't have to be confused about what the Bible teaches. And if you desire to improve your biblical knowledge, I have a free series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Studies, which will enhance your understanding of the Bible and its main teachings in a very short time. They are 25, or there are 25 easy to use reading guides that will, you will find to be a wonderful blessing. And all you have to do to receive them is send me an email with your name postal address and phone number two info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au or go to our website theorchardmelbourne.org.au go to the tab mark contact us follow the prompts and we will mail the studies to you wherever you are in the world again our time has passed by far too quickly but remember the truth has nothing to fear from investigation i'm rod anderson goodbye for now have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson.
for God's own glory. Its light illuminated by the Lamb, and God Himself will wipe the tear from every weeping eye. No death, no pain, no mourning, cry, and. Thank you to Christian Berdal for that beautiful song called The New Jerusalem. 